What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the kingdom. As always, my name is Drums, and I'm joined by the brothers behind King Gulf, Regan and Jordan Headley. As we always do, we send it up north, see what's going on with our boy Reg. How you doing, buddy? Boys, I'm in a, uh, a battle here. <laughs> scrapping. Uh, scrapping, yeah, scrapping with some kind of sickness. I don't know, it seems to be taking over my body, but I'm... Uh, yeah, not doing too well. Jay's lost two straight, getting sick. Uh, not great. What? So are they done now? Yeah. Yeah. Good night, Susan. Uh, might be. No, I'm not going to say that. How's your testosterone, Reggie? <laughs> I'm tired of cheering for those fucking losers. <laughs> you guys would have saw what welcome. happened today, man. It was the biggest welcome joke to my life. Like, of history. Barrios was pitching today. Did you guys see any highlights or anything? I saw some stuff on Twitter. <laughs> he had like he let in three hits, no earned runs in three innings. And they pulled him for Kikuchi because he was a lefty. And they had some lefties coming up that they wanted out of the lineup. Kikuchi comes in, gives up two runs. <laughs> they lose two nothing, but in the in the inning after Kikuchi gives those runs up, it was the fourth, I believe. No, it would have been the fifth. Uh, Springer singles and Vladdy walks and there's a wild pitch so there's a guy in second and third with two outs and Bo's got a full count and Vladdy gets picked off on second base <laughs> that's such a nice. Vladdy thing to do <clears throat> his pops when I got caught like that happens in maybe like Mosquito <laughs> or senior baseball not the MLB, like just a, oh man, I don't know. That's that's peak tough. frustration. Anyways, this is probably the most frustrating one ever. But actually, last year was probably more frustrating. I I'm starting to feel your pain, drums. It's a problem when you cheer for Toronto teams. You're uh, yeah. in for a world of hurt, no matter, no matter what sport it is. Very tough. Joran, it's happening out in Rossman. I must have Ross Byrne, your tweener. In the municipality of Ross Byrne. Top of the evening to you, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Glad to be here. I don't know why I thought it was a good idea to shove a pickled bean down my throat right before you were about to <laughs> inform me. I didn't but, realize until oh, I threw to you either that you were munching away. My logic there was I had nowhere else to put it. I tried putting it on the rim here, but it was too small, so I had to scarf her. All right. Um, not much happening here. Uh, last week it was quiet. This week it's even quieter. Uh, went for a little walk this afternoon. It's been raining here like the last couple of days, so I didn't uh, do too much outside. But, man, walked past the course. It is green. The courses are – the greens are just like pristine – and it's such a shame that we have to shut things down here in a couple of weeks. Uh, the clubhouse is already closed. Pins are still in. But I'm going to try to get a couple more rounds in out here for sure uh, while we can. But by the sounds of it, honestly, like, um, we're going to have Shanks driving range. Uh, I've heard a couple rumors about different sims opening up uh, in this area. And uh, Minidosa, they're going to have a little winter league, I think, there this year. I don't know if that's public knowledge or yet, not or uh, public knowledge yet or not, but that's kind of the uh, the rumors I'm hearing. 
So as they are rumors, I uh, still get you a little excited, but it's a good weekend of golf. Um, I love the Ryder Cup, my favorite event of the year. And so that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. We got a little bit of golf housekeeping. Uh, we'll do a Ryder Cup. Our take on it, we'll hear some, uh, from some people on Instagram and uh, then do some segments at the end, hopefully see what's going on in the golf world and otherwise. So, Drummy. You had a nice shirt on yep. tonight. Well, thank you. Pink? Uh, I'm not sure. Can't decide if it's pink or red, but it's uh, in between, I guess. Over here, same thing. It's been pretty rainy. It's been kind of gross. Uh, colder today. It was actually a pretty decent weekend. Um, we started doing cleanup at the lake, getting everything ready, locking up the camper, that type of thing. Actually, we had a... Uh, a social on uh on saturday night that we got to so a little fun was had other than that social. Uh, not much happened over here yeah god i don't even remember the last social i went to reggie yeah. maybe probably can't be could it be i can't think of the last one before this one either that might be my it last. couldn't have been reggie's no i think so Chessie's in the house. Roscoe's in the house. The boys. How are was here. uh how was your guys' trip up to match? Well, it depends who you ask. <laughs> no, it was good. Yeah, it was good. It was uh, a lot of fun. We ended up playing with uh Stikey, Derek Stakilo, and uh Snoop, Snoop Loop. So it was good to see those boys. I'm guessing and, they lost. Uh, Madge was really, really good shape. And a lot better than I remember it for sure. I think the time that we were there, though, it was really dry. And I don't know if it was just the season it was, but I just remember it being really like mangy. Um, I don't. I didn't didn't really stand out too much in my head. But this time I was like, okay, this is actually a pretty damn nice course. It's out in the middle of BFE, but uh, <laughs> it was good. Um, hopefully, we're gonna. I'll get the footage from Reggie this weekend, and we'll post it on the Instagram sometime soon. But uh, it was a tight one. Came down a last hole. I, sh- I shouldn't even say that, but who cares? Uh, it was a good match. We, actually, Reggie and I probably did a lot better than we had anticipated going into that match. I would say so. Nice. They're both uh, pretty good golfers, and uh, Snoop plays there quite a bit. And uh, Stike's kind of a regular there, once a, once a year maybe regular kind of guy, so – um, it, me and Reggie were kind of blind, but they were helpful. And so it was good, good company, good day. And, uh, no hangovers for the first, I shouldn't say the first time ever, but a rare occasion to see Reggie, uh, without a hangover on Sunday, no, or Saturday, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is actually, uh, this is probably what I get for, for having a sober weekend for the first time. And I don't know how long just get sick as hell the next week like my body's like going into shock that i i didn't get in one on the weekend it's kind of it's yeah. a different hey we're missing here. something here yeah what's going on here buddy yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know that was it was a good day though that course is mint uh greens were punched hardly ever know it no it they uh grew yeah. they grew back in pretty good um yeah it was sweet I, I'm the same as you, Jordan. I wasn't too impressed with the last couple times I played there, but this time was definitely a uh, a different experience. 
And I feel like right now, I, I think that any not not taking anything away from the course, I think any course that you play right now in this area of the province is probably in, in probably the best shape it's been in in a while, just with all the rain, timely rain and timely sun we've had in the last month and a half has been pretty good. And like like you said, Jor, uh, it's always a shame at this time here to put the courses away like this. But I mean, it's it's got to be done in order to preserve them, I guess. But geez, they're so good right now. It's kind of nuts. I mean, we got uh, we got a ton of golf pictures, videos, everything you could imagine, content wise, on uh, the little hard drive here. And it's fun just looking through pictures. And when you're when you're golfing, you don't really realize it, but in the spring, like everything's just so bare and there's no leaves on the trees. You're just happy to be out there golfing. Um, but the courses are not in good shape at all in the spring, but you're just like glad to be there. So you don't really give a shit. And then summer slowly starts getting better. And then at this time of the year, it's just like pristine. Everything's grown in, everything's green. So it is what it is. That's what we get for living here. Uh, along with a, a few other things, but, uh, Let's do, let's start the show with, uh, <laughs> start the show with uh, some cheers. So this is the new segment we got going the start of every show. We're going to cheer somebody locally or globally uh, for doing something good. So what is it this week, Reggie? You're the one who brought this up last week on the show. You might be on mute. Still on mute. Sorry, boys. <laughs> yeah, right over there. Or? I just put it on mute. Uh, Sunny and Siwoo. Gun to their head, literally. <laughs> <laughs> literally gun to their head. Uh, came through. Uh, that Sung J tracker is unreal. I retweeted some of his tweets on the weekend. <laughs> some of the pictures he posts with Sunny's face on them is like. I had some good laughs. Our sweet prince, he always calls him. <laughs> and they came through. They won the gold, so they are exempt from military service. That's unreal, man. That is amazing, uh, yeah. Yeah. That was the top story of the weekend for sure. Okay, they like if they go like, on to win, uh, let's say, like three majors each in their lifetime, do you think that's still going to be like regarded to them like as their biggest win? Oh, or, like yeah. most country, right? Yeah. I mean, it would be for me. I would be so pumped. <laughs> like they got some good scores too, man. Like they they didn't just like limp across the finish line. Like they no, they, they kind of smoked them. Up. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's such a crazy like thought experiment, though. Like even for me, like my age, never thought about going to the military or anything. But imagine like you're just uh, a citizen in whatever country you're in, and you have to go to military. Uh, military service and you have the option of winning a golf tournament or going to fight in the war or the, the in the military um, but like for me if I had to take a year off not only to not golf for one but also to go serve in the military like that would be um, an unthinkable uh, thought for me and my life doesn't rely like I don't earn income from golf. I don't golf every day. So imagine like the pressure and the thoughts and everything going through their head leading up to that event. It'd just be so crazy. They might they had to have known that they had a good chance of winning it. But yeah, there he is, Sunny, Sunny and Siwoo. Hold her off. So 
Let's have a cheers for uh, Sunjay M and Siwoo Kim dodging the military and continuing the golf. Oh, yeah. Salute. Pretty good news for the President's Cup next year, too, because they would have been out for that. True. Well, right. maybe not. Yeah. I don't think they would have had to do it this upcoming year. I think they just have to do it, right? Well, they have to. So I think like the mandatory, you have to do the mandatory two years before you're 30. So like you, you can kind of dictate where you want, when you want to go in. Right. Hmm. So cheers to those boys. Um, As we're on that, I think we also cheers the trackers too, because they were on fire all week. True. I'll cheers. Every tracker there is. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the more cheers the better i would say yes let's talk about ac next, yeah i was gonna say his favorite tournament yeah yeah tell and us about the, it the alfred dunhill links championship held at uh, st andrews carnoustie and kings barnes it's the Woo. uh 54 hole cut since his favorite tournament ever i think he's kicking things off at st andrews at 3 30 in the morning our time, obviously, <laughs> not his time. <laughs> it took the whole family over there, so he'll be in a different mindset. I saw he took uh, his daughter on the flight to uh, Scotland, and they're out for a just a walk the other night, just walking St. Andrews as a family. It's kind of not cool. a big deal. Yeah, just take the baby for a walk out on St. Andrews. Pretty cool <laughs> life. Drummy, Kenny wants to know what you're drinking. Uh, these are called vodka waters. They're made by Cottage Springs Beverage Co. Just straight up vodka and water. No carbonation, no sugar. Just vodka water. That's it. Just a savage drink. <laughs> Speaking of drinks, um, after last week, I think I might be banned from drinking whiskey on show. Yeah. I would agree. I just like... I can't speak. I lose my thought. I lose my words. I mean, I'm not the best speaker uh, in any state of mind, but uh, with whiskey, I don't know what it is. Especially, I mean, whiskey with buddies and stuff where it doesn't really matter, but whiskey on like live podcasts. <laughs> um, remember the Caesar, the whiskey Caesar you were crushing <laughs> that one day? That one really got me. Yeah, was oh, like, yeah you, were, <laughs> you were on another you planet. Were banged up. Yeah. <laughs> From one? Yeah, had to be one because I wouldn't bring two. Yeah, I don't think you did two because somebody mentioned it on here. I think isn't that how you got into it? Mm. I can't remember. I don't know. This is vodka, anyways. We'll stick to the vodkas uh, in the short term, anyways. Till I forget about it, then I'll probably have another whiskey in a couple months, and then realize I shouldn't be drinking it. So we'll uh, cut you off next time. Well, too late. You're not here for the prep. Uh, so it's 54 hole cut, and then what happens for the last 18, Reggie? It's just at St. Andrews. So they play one at each of the three, and then the final rounds at St. Andrews. Yeah, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. That's such a sweet event. It's basically yeah. the European version of uh, the Pebble Beach Pro Am, right? It's kind of the same, yeah, same type of deal. Do they play with slubs too? I think so, right? No, oh, yeah. I don't know. I thought this is where he played with that that cool guy last year. Yeah, I, I think so because that that uh, it is a pro am because the the guy that 
uh what's his name there the Luca. the who the li- the live guy oh yeah yeah that's a good change uh... his name to play in the tourney <laughs> or he, he's playing the tourney and it just changed like his name's different uh, what the hell's his name? I don't even know his name. It has to be. Okay, I don't know. So he's like, gonna... it's like the Saudi guy. He uh, he registered for the tournament under uh, an alias so he could, he could get in, and then he showed up, and they were like, "Oh, well, just play under your name, you Momo." Momo. <laughs> okay, here's a question for you: Do celebrities have to pay to play? I'm gonna say no. I would think that they would just uh, pay to play. They get they get something. You think they're they're receiving money for going? I don't I think, think so. They get something. I think the sponsors would probably pay them. I feel I like that's all. Uh, like that's all the pro ams are just like sponsorship, generate money any way you can. Uh, throw the biggest celebrity with the biggest wallet in the in the tournament and see what he can wring out of them. I feel like they need to change that with. Uh... Even even St. Andrews, like the the best course in the world, why aren't they? I don't know. Pebble Beach, like you get to see it for the pro am, and that's it. And once in a while, in a U.S. Open, seems like a waste yeah. of a course. But but at the same time, the preparation that goes into hosting those events takes away from people being able to play it. So, I mean, guys like us aren't really affected by that. But uh, you know, the elite class probably don't like it too much when there's tournaments there. Um. So good luck to AC. Anybody waking up to watch tonight? That's uh, that's a little too late slash need, early for my blood. I need some I was, sleep. I was surprisingly very awake and alert for the Ryder Cup uh, um, weekend. Like yeah, I tried not out of bed. I tried uh, staying. I I was staying up, so I would go to sleep at like two thirty for Friday, uh, Thursday, Friday. And then, so I tried staying up thinking that they started at one thirty. Uh, on Sunday oh, morning? Sunday the singles? Yeah. And it, <laughs> and it was like, I'm like, looked at my phone. And it was like 2.30. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> so I, I crashed out and woke up probably around 5 and watched a couple hours. Unreal. Uh, Kenny uh, says he's got a video of Jake Owen from Pebble. Coming in hot. Well, could mean a lot of things. Uh, should give a shout out to uh, Lexi Thompson. She's playing the PGA event next weekend. Yeah, what she are your thoughts on that? Sponsorship exemption. I'm okay with it. I think it's kind of cool. I don't. I don't see why not. I, like we talk all the time about how they should combine combine events. Like whatever. Not going to hurt anything. It's not like she's a, a shitty amateur playing. Like she's at top of the top of the world golfer and women so i don't like can she get paid for it or like will she get paid if she gets a paycheck i don't know how that what tees is she playing from i'm guessing she'd have to play from the same tees if that's the case i'm very interested in it if not i think it's more of a publicity stunt she wouldn't play from different tees if she's playing the tournament she'd play from the tournament tees that's what i'm hoping for it'd be really interesting to see She's the seventh woman in history. Golf is one sport where I do think that, well, I shouldn't say like the top. You never know, though. Like, put put the top women in hockey versus the top 
uh, men in hockey, it's not going to be close. Pretty much any other sport, but golf, I feel, well, I shouldn't say the only sport, but like a major sport. Um, a closer you know, gap. Where, well, yeah, the, the gap is much tighter, I think. Mm-hmm. I'd be cool if she made the cut. I think I'd, I would follow that. Yeah, I think so too. We got confirmation. Chazzy says they're playing from the same tees. So I will also be uh, checking in on playing that. It's next weekend. Uh, all right. Let's talk about some Ryder Cup. And we don't have to spend a shitload of time on this because I think golf Twitter's kind of covered the majority of it. But I think it is still um, interesting to discuss a few things, give our comments, our takes, uh, what things could be improved. And uh, I don't know. Like I said, we don't need to beat any dead horses right now that have been talked about over and over. But I think if we can get a couple interesting takes out of this, then we'll consider it a win. So we got a couple different uh, topics here to discuss. And uh, if you're in the chat tonight, chime in on what you think your pick would be or your uh, opinion is. And let's get to her. Start with the first one. What was the shot of the weekend from your guys' eyes? Drums. Um, I have a tough time picking one. I think I'll probably land on Vic on the first hole, chip in, birdie. Um, like just right off the hop, he was their best player. He didn't get the most points uh, generated from the team, but I think he was kind of the rock star from him. And kind of started it off on the first hole, big putt. Uh, I guess it was a chip, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, chip in, yeah. Um, to get things going and then just carried it on with an absolute shit hauling in the next uh, the next round. So he, he played amazing. We talked earlier. Uh, he's kind of hands down currently number one in the world. And I think it's a pretty good gap between him and two. Um, in my mind... Just the way that Scotty finishes and the way he putts and even his performance in the Ryder Cup, um, I think this kind of proves the separation of where they're at currently. Um, the, but there was, man, there was so many good shots. Uh, but I think I think Vic starting things off super hot would be my favorite. Uh, Kenny says Rory Spinner on a wedge on 17. I'm thinking that was from the bottom down there. Uh, left side of the green. Vic say something. Yeah. Vic's well, part three, right? What's that? Yeah, part three. He must hit so a wedge off the tee because that's what. And it was or a cannon in the air. Which one are we talking about? He got it. Yeah, because they're way below there on the left side of the green. And he hit it up there. It just looked like effortless. I think the majority of the team was watching too when it happened. And one of the guys panned over to him and he's like, wow. Or maybe it was a guy who's playing against or with one of the two. I think it was a guy who's playing with. Uh, Fitzpatrick, I think it was. And he's like, wow. Because I think Fitz was on the green, had a birdie putt. And then Rory was down there chipping up for birdie. And so he kind of guaranteed the par there. But it was quite the shot. Oh, I thought uh, he Reggie, what do you got? there for birdie. I thought he hit that shot from the tee. Oh, 17 is a part three. Yeah, I thought I thought that shot was from the tee. I must. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see that round. I just saw the highlight. But, um, well, probably unless I'm thinking of something different too. But go ahead. The back to back of Rom, 
Shipping it on 16 and then making that putt on 18 was like wild. Like it was actually insane that that happened. It was just. And it would be a completely different Ryder Cup if he didn't, if they didn't win that match, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. And, yeah, that was, and a, that was a big stole. moment in that. Absolutely. And like right before that, Vic made that putt on 18. Like right, like 20 minutes before that. Vic's tied his man. match. And then Rom chips in on 16. And then uh that was a that that was probably the craziest uh probably 25 minutes of the whole weekend, I would say. When Vic made that putt on 18, Rom chipped in. And then Rom stopped one to like ten feet on seventeen, and Scotty put Scotty landed at like an inch from the hole to go to go one up again. Like he mm-hmm. put it to four feet when after Rom put it to ten, and then Rom made that eagle putt to saw it off on eighteen when they tied. Like it was just like those two went back and forth heavy on the weekend. Rom and Scotty. Yeah. So what's your shot? I would like it would have to be that eagle putt, but it was kind of a fluky putt. But it was it kind of changed the whole tides of the whole weekend. Like how it hit the hole and bounced up. Like that's yeah, that was wild. He couldn't even believe it went in. No, no. And then Lowry um, running around the back room. <laughs> he was doing that on Vic's putt too. He was a he's a menace. Uh, he is a menace. Were you guys lagging there? Or was it my computer? I think it was you. Oh, okay, good. Um, I think my my sh- so drums. I'm with you for the first one. Mine, I kind of have three here. So the first one, the first shot of the day, Vic chipping in on one. I think that was a uh, just how it all started, and it didn't stop for two days. And then the last shot to finish it, Tommy's drive on 16 after Ricky put it on the water. Didn't even think about going left and staying safe. Put it right on the green. Eagle putt. Yeah. Rory's toast, Ryder Cup's over. Because the Americans were actually making a little mini push there too. Like if 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 Ricky would have won that match, it might have been a totally different ending to that whole thing. Whatever it was, but uh, Tommy, that was quite the drive on uh, on 16. But my favorite shot was Tommy's chip-in from, uh, chip from the rough. And he looked back before it even went in the hole. So good. That, that look was back was a, amazing. That was such a cool shot. Was he playing with Rory at that time? Uh, I don't even. Yes. I don't even know what was happening. I think I just saw the highlight of it, honestly. Yeah, that was them and. Uh, were they playing Jordan and Justin? I, I think. think so. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, who, who was your guys' MVP of the Ryder Cup? And uh, we'll hear from us, then we'll hear from the Instagram poll. I mean, Reggie, it's be big, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, Rory goes four. Rory gets four points on the board, and he's like played amazing. I think this is exactly what Rory needed for like another career uh, kick in the ass. After that yeah. shit kicking in last Ryder Cup, and he like he was very emotional, bawling. Uh, after that loss, um, he kind of lost himself. Now all that live and all that other dumb shits in there too. But um, for him to even not be uh, the MVP, 
just shows how good Vic was all week. But yeah, I'm I'm Vic a hundred percent on this one. And then uh, for the states, I'm gonna go Joe. <laughs> you think he was a spark for Sunday? He was a spark. Seems like a spark plug kind of guy. Uh, Chez asked, "Who would you consider <laughs> the most electric player for Europe? Like most, who would be the most like Polter esque?" And then he Rombo. says he thinks Tommy. Yeah, it'd be a toss up for me between Rombo and and Tommy. Tommy gets the people going, but Rom just has that like presence about him. Like I don't know, Tommy's not really like the screamer, fist pumper, rah rah type. Where Rombo's pure emotion. Actually, Justin is what Rose is pretty electric was. on the weekend. Very true. Man, their squad was so, so many good. Fifteen foot putts in, like to tie holes. I every time they went to me, he was making another fifteen footer, and then just like doing that big fist pump leading back. Like he was like, "What the? <laughs> how does he keep doing this?" <laughs> they they said they need to turn that into a silhouette for his logo, but I don't know how good of a logo it would be because it would just look like a big rectangle, pretty much. Like There's this no, in like, black, yeah. yeah. Lowry gets pretty fired up for sure, but he didn't do a whole lot like in his matches. He was more like a cheerleader, I thought. And uh yeah, I think for the most part you could say that. Rory's Rory's different though, eh? Like those shots that he when he just launches up those big high draws. Like that's phenomenal. It's just crazy to watch. When he's dialed in with those big high draws, it's just like and and Scheffler too. Scheffler just like absolutely flags every iron shot like everything is right at it and it doesn't make any sense how it happens but it happens and it's just no it doesn't he's good man so good so instagram he's uh, just he still bugs me just continues to bug me i don't know what it is he's got to get off that train the reason why he couldn't be a good match player player although he did win the match play but that was when he was putting better. The reason why he couldn't be right now is just like there's so much momentum gained and lost in putting in, in match play. And he hits Shepherd? it so good. Yeah. And he just loses so much momentum when he can't make putts. And he actually putted. He made some big Not putts bad. down the stretch against Rom. Like he, he had a really good – that was a really good match, him and Rom on Sunday. <laughs> Everybody wanted to fight Rory. Okay, so Instagram said the same thing as us. We're all uh, unanimous. Vic was the MVP. Uh, 35% said Rory. And I think most uh, other than drums would say that Max had the uh, MVP title for the U.S. I would say that. Yeah, Um, absolutely. He's quite the player, man. Pretty likable. Shows up for the big moments. Did you hear him say uh, to his caddy after, did you feel my leg shaking? (laughs) Or did you see my leg shaking? He went on uh, no laying up yesterday, or, or what, I don't even know what day it is, but uh, the other day, and he was like, "I," he's like, "I've watched it maybe ten times that last putt, and I still can't believe that you get like you can't the, you can't pick up my leg shaking like that's how much it felt when I was over it." Uh, <laughs> it's a good interview. Like he talks about just how much emotion and the roller coaster that you go through. Uh, it's a good lesson. So that check that one out if uh, if you got time to. Speaking of good interviews, um, I know Patty Cantley took a lot of shit this weekend. 
and warranted or not, uh, he had some really good interviews after. And on the course, I don't think I've ever seen him crack a smile. But as soon as the round's over and he's interviewing, he's just smiling the whole time. It was just like a whole other side that I've never seen of him before. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, his stock went up in my book this week too. Yeah, I would agree with that. He showed a lot of stones. The 16, 17, and 18, that stretch to tie it for the Americans and give a little bit of hope going into Sunday, that was nuts. Of course, like uh... – I was kind of thinking, like, JT didn't wear a hat on Sunday, and I was kind of thinking he made that first putt and, like, tipped his hat, and I was like, oh, that was actually kind of a sick gesture. Like, that's cool. Yeah. And then he does it, like, eight more times, and it's like, okay, hey, buddy, what can we get? Okay, like, you're, doing that. you're a fucking mom. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, how good was that the day before? Uh, like, yeah. so good was Catley. And then Joe gets in there, and shit hits the fan. And then fucking angry leprechaun at the end of the night, like it just turned into a complete like it, TMZ was there, like it, things went fucking wild there for a few hours. <laughs> that did go wild. Rory's freaking like, I, and that that reporter, um, like even when I first heard the the hat stuff, I was like, well, like is he, this isn't new. I'm pretty sure I have seen him without a hat before, and why come? if you're worried about getting paid. So like none of the story made sense to me either. And then he was like, no, I just the hats don't fit me. And I look like a fucking goof with them on. So I didn't wear one. And then he gets married the next day. So a hundred percent, his wife told him don't wear a fucking hat. <laughs> I didn't even know that part. That's what it, answer. like, that's what oh, it really he was. He couldn't have a for hat sure. tan for his wedding day. Oh. Exactly. Who who schedules a wedding the day after a Ryder Cup? That's a psycho move. Even if you yeah, that's like lose or win, move. you're getting banged up. I yeah, I'd take a week, part. maybe maybe in a week right? after. Yeah, and I like I understand if you wanted it to be in Italy while you're there, but like Christ, you're billionaires. Like let's fucking stretch this trip out. Nice. Okay. Well. While we're in the while we're on this topic, let's transition to this uh, question: Should the players be getting paid to play in the Ryder Cup? Yes or no, and no. why? Why? It's the closest thing no. we have to like a t- a team event, like a a country event, like almost like the Olympics. I know we're back in the Olympics now, but um, and I think that's just you play for your country. You're not playing for money. I mean, it's not costing you anything to go there. You're just going there to play for your country. I don't think that's something you should be paid for. Let's be honest. If you're good enough to play in the Ryder Cup, you don't need money. You don't give a fuck. You're not there for money. If you're good enough to play there, like you're not there for a paycheck. You're not. You've already made enough money because you're there. Do you think Keegan Bradley, like... (laughs) It's like, no, take my paycheck for the rest of my life. Just let me in that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kenny said, is there not some sort of donation to a charity? I think they get like 200000 bucks each to allocate to a charity of their choice as part of their Ryder Cup thing, which is quite a bit, honestly. Um, 
I don't know. I'm in the I'm in the same boat as you guys. I don't think that they should be getting paid for it. I do think that um, by the sounds of it, the Ryder Cup is pretty. I'm thinking is like it's the PGA of America who puts it on. I don't actually know. Pretty sure it is, but I think their complaint was that they're just like very non-transparent with it all, and. So when you think about it, like the Ryder Cup's making a ton of money. Like there's the fans there. There's uh, 10 commercials every minute. Like they're raking it in. And so where's the money going to? I think that's the question. Like I, I don't necessarily think that the players need to be getting paid because I'm on the same page. Like it's like the Olympics. It's an honor to be there to represent your country. But at the same time, it's like maybe they should just allocate a part of the profits. And not that they need it, but that's just how – it should be like, why would somebody behind the scenes get more money than the players who are actually the ones bringing people there? That just doesn't make sense in my head. So do yeah, I think that you, there. do you think, do I think that you should boycott your country? Like Cantley apparently did, which I don't think he did at all. I think that's that awesome. was just a, a load of bullshit so i don't think that that's a reason to like not go but i do think that it's worth a conversation to be like where's the money going um can we get more to like uh the junior programs or something along those lines like that's i think what's missing there is just like the transparency of it so yeah, that's my 100%. take on it. i think we're all in agreement though that the players don't really need to be getting paid that's not what it's about um so fine if you pay the caddies everything yeah that's fine yeah, and those guys get pretty treated pretty damn well there too. So, like, did you see your up's dress room? Oh my god! Just kind of saying that was unbelievable. And Sevy had his own locker. That was pretty sick. The whole setup, man, was first class. That course was absolutely perfect for that. Like, it looked like the most fun course to have that event at. Uh, you should play the Ryder Cup there every year or every second. Yeah, year. it was fucking amazing. Just yeah, adjust, I agree, actually. just adjust the. The times. Yeah. It's too bad it has to go. Actually, but Beth Page is going to be sick. 2020. Beth Page will be sick. Rumors of T Dub and uh, Sergio captaining, maybe. They also might be playing, though. Who knows? I don't think so. I'm going to say Sergio's not. I wouldn't yeah. count out Tiger ever. No. Okay, what do we got uh, next here? Captain's picks, I don't really think we need to get into that. I think that uh, the U.S., in my opinion, really shit the bed on who they brought there. I think they left some some uh, key guys at home just because of the live prejudice against them. Uh, they blame it on them not being able to see them in, in really competitive events, but I think that's just a load of bullshit, honestly. And uh, I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts on the captain's picks? Um, I guess and captain more, overall, I guess. I guess the captain overall. Um, I don't think that man made one great decision. Um, for like the past two years, uh, ZJ, he, I don't think he should be allowed near uh, a Team America event, no matter <laughs> what the sport is, ever again. Should be banned. Should um, just be on Team America World, please. Yeah, like just the weirdest shit, like. Sitting those guys for the first round made zero sense off the hop. And then he's fucking wandering around on the tee boxes like an aimless idiot getting kicked <laughs> off. Like, and then, and then telling them what clubs to hit. Like it like, I would have lost my shit on him if that was me. 
And, and then on the tournament, kinda... yeah. And then on the flip side, uh, Luke Donald was the exact opposite in every mm-hmm. possible category. Absolutely killed it all week. True. I, uh... They're chatting. Uh, They're chatting two more years at the end of it at the celebration. Right. The players were chatting yeah. that for him. For Luke Donald, yeah. Oh, nice. So he will then probably, right? You'd think. I don't know if they're allowed to. Yeah, I've, I've never. I don't think it's happened before, has it? If Trevor Immelman if Trevor Immelman is two years in a row, then I don't know if anybody ever could be. True, the players loved him. Yeah, man. Um, the funny thing is, is that uh, Donald wasn't even supposed to be captain this year, hey? Right. Henrik was right. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be That's King a- Henrik. I think he would have made a sick captain as well. For sure. George, you're going to hate this, but I think JT went up in my books again, other than that Sunday round. He played really well, and he got – I felt kind of bad for him actually playing with Spieth. If you you watched any of those matches, man, Spieth was out to lunch so hard, man. JT was basically one on two, and he was just battling, and he was hitting some clutch shots, man. JT was making But man, he played good. He should, I don't know. I like except for that Sunday. I didn't like that shit, but every time the camera showed JT, he's going <laughs> like that. Every time. <laughs> it looked like a replay just over and over again. But it was just like nothing even happened on the whole. Like he made a two-footer and he was doing that. Yeah, that's what I mean. He'd get up and down for a par from the side of the green and he'd tip his head really <laughs> Too much. Kind of funny. Kind of goofy. Uh, what did we predict okay, who was going to play the least? I said Ricky had a chance of playing the least and he did. He did. That was sad. I, I also can't said, remember who I picked. I don't remember either. I said Ricky and Rose. So I was dead wrong on one. Uh, Reggie, sick. you ended up winning the uh, unaudited pool of ours. It was a tight yeah. one. What was the final scores? 26 and a half? Yeah, 26 and a half, 26 and 25. Pretty tight. Quite. So Reggie won yeah. the uh, the picks, the pickums for the podcast. Um, I think I had the closest prediction for sure. Uh, Drums also took your up, so he didn't really say. I think you said it was going to be tight, though. He said field goal. Yeah. Roscoe uh, said field goal. Roscoe said field uh, goal. Oh, Roscoe said field goal. Um, I said piss pounding. And although it, they almost came back a little bit, it was a pretty big piss pounding, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah 16 like, and a half to 11 and a half? That's a pound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, big question. Team Rory or Team Joey? Uh, right off the hop, I said I was kind of in between. I didn't really know the whole story there. Um, and honestly, as things progress and more things come out about it, um, I'm still kind of in between. I think that uh, Rory was probably fair to call out Joey. I don't think Joey needs to be uh, doing that kind of shit as a caddy. 
But at the same time, like he was fired up. He he'd been hearing about it all day from the crowd to Cantley, their hats. Um, I probably would have done the exact same thing or more. So I can't really fault yeah. Joey there. Plus, I love him. Um, so if I had to if I had to pick one though, I would probably lean towards Joey, honestly, because he never really got into Rory's way at all. Like he wasn't in his line. Rory's getting ready to putt and stuff, but and it was kind of an excessive celebration, but I, I'd still take Team Joe. I, I think that Rory kind of blew it out of proportion a little bit, all things considered. Yeah. You guys? Uh, <laughs> I know where Drum's going. He's going Team Joey, but um, I'm going to say I'm, I'm kind of in between, too. I, I think that if I was putting like that with an important putt to tie the match after a guy just – went birdie, birdie, birdie to even have a chance to making it. And then I have to putt after that. And his caddy's running around screaming <laughs> before I even putt. I'm probably pretty pissed off too. I, I probably would say something. But that's where it would probably end. So Rory was right yeah. in the beginning, but I think he took it too far in the end. Like Rory was right to have yeah. to be pissed off at the start, but he, yeah. he took it oh, too far. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm actually with you on this one, Reg. If if there was nothing that happened in, uh, that night, I would actually be on Team Rory with this. Um, but now I'm more split in the middle, just because like that's as as silly as Joe was with the whole thing. Rory was out to lunch as well. Mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> but like Joe, you look like Joe Biden out there, just fucking wandering around. He did like an entire lap of the whole green. And then went back to Rory. Like, it was fucking yeah. four minutes that he was wandering around. So, yeah, for sure, Rory pissed. should be pissed. I would have been yeah. pissed. Definitely. And then... But, the yeah, like you day, said, that's where it should have ended right there. I like what he said the next day, too. I didn't speak to Joe. I didn't speak to <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Just completely shoots that down. The TV's trying to, to play it off. And they haven't even talked to each other yet. Yeah. Like... That picture of those two with Joe with his hat off and Rory's just like standing there looking up at him. It's <laughs> just like the craziest picture ever. Well, and then Catley's five miles behind him doing the walk off behind, but like staring at him. Like it's just, yeah, he yeah. said, I, I didn't see it. I didn't see happen. it. <laughs> He's just right in the periphery. Staring right at them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Catley, I think with that, another thing that was kind of spun out of proportion, I think Cantley probably meant like he didn't really understand what was happening there. Like For sure. he saw them probably fighting, but he didn't really get into it with them. He's like, I think that that's this? probably what he meant by that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, let's do the last one here. Uh, we'll do fix your di- uh, divots segment. And then do you guys have segments tonight? I know drummy well for sure. I don't honestly. I'm gonna. I got one. I'll I'll go to the drawing board. So let's get let's let's get to the last part of this. uh, Do you see we want to fix your David's? No, let's wrap this one up. So, what do you guys think needs to change uh, going forward? Like anything that you were pissed off about? I got some things from Instagram here too from people, and uh, you can kind of tie it in with your craziest take on the Ryder Cup. So maybe give a few things that you might change. And then just give like a take that if you have one that's kind of crazy and out there that most people might not agree with. Um, I I can't actually believe like 
from a pure viewing perspective, I, I, I was so mad on Sunday. Like I was actually like, my blood was blood like, blood. Blood. those fucking commercials, man. Honestly, I was the most, that was probably the most painful sporting event that I've ever watched. It was. Ever. ever. Like Maxwell Nuts. makes that shot and then they go to an interview and then they just go to a commercial. Like, how about everything that's happening that's determining what's going to happen in the Ryder Cup behind this right now? No, let's yeah. go to a commercial. And then, like, two shots after, they go to playing through. Like, it was like, what are we even doing here? Like, can't they just take money from a sponsor and just play the last hour out without commercials like every other sport in the world has done? I don't get it. Really don't get it. Like, what are they doing? That's, like, their biggest stage. Like, I don't know, man. The crazy, the crazy thing for me with that, and somebody mentioned in the comments here, but how has the Masters mastered the whole thing, like the app, the coverage, everything about it? Like, why doesn't somebody fucking reach out to the Masters and say, "Hey, give us some tips here, bud"? <laughs> like, you you'd think that they would have each other's cell phone numbers, the people who are putting on the Ryder Cup and the Masters. Probably know each other. The Masters is selling sandwiches for two dollars each, and their their coverage is a thousand times better than any other golf event. So they must either have some a money tree on the certain hole, or I don't know what it is, but talk like reach out to the Masters and just say, "Hey, help." Make make an option for. Uh an app or whatever that you can pay zero, zero interruptions. Just don't like, you know, hire the Canadian government to do it. Oh, um, but you know, like on like the NHL app, you never <laughs> got the commercials because it was like different advertising or whatever. Weren't actually paying the NHL app. So they couldn't advertise on there and you would have like segment or something in between, but the PJ still owns all their own coverage. So you can just continue playing it because those cameras are still running. Cut out the voices, continue with the shots or whatever's going on. If that was ten, if that was thirty dollars for the weekend, easy, easy buy. Does it even have to be thirty? How about five? Imagine but I'm just saying, like if it, if it was thirty dollars, I'm buying it. So. I would pay it. Yeah, I would pay it on the weekend. Like it's just unbelievable. Like, yeah. but tie, but tie together because the Ryder Cup has got to the point where, like, they've kind they've kind of figured out their YouTube channel finally, where they're having like uh, interviews on there. They're live before the event. Uh, they have the yeah. best shots. Like, they have a lot of videos on there, a lot of content for people who are wanting to get excited about the Ryder Cup. So instead of just putting that out there for free, maybe like charge that, mix it into the same app. You can watch it all together. Like, this isn't rocket science here. It's not. It just drives me nuts. Like these people live in the fucking stone age with this stuff. Like where, what year are they in? Especially with like, uh, like Stike was saying on the weekend, like he wanted to see, I don't know. It might've been, uh, it might've been Snoop actually was saying like Rory played those first two matches and dominated them. And, and you barely, like you hardly saw any of his shots. Fitzpatrick was yeah. going off. You didn't see like anything Rory was hitting. Nothing like there has to be a way that you can follow the guys you want to see, which is surprising. Masters, yeah, 
Like you exactly. said, you can watch an amateur at the Masters. You can watch every shot of his. And you can't think do it the, to Ryder Cup. I think the advantage that the Masters has, though, like just thinking about this now, is like they have that whole area every year. They can improve on the same course, different camera angles here, different stuff going on here. Like if you talk to somebody who actually went to the Masters, like it's so much different there than we see on TV because it's all about the production. They, they're experts at it. These tournaments, they change every year. So I understand that. But like they but can – Ryder Cup, they know, they know quite a ways in advance how – when it's like going to be. six years at least. Right? And so the U.S. Open. do some scouting like tournaments or something. Jesus. They know where the 2036 U.S. Open is right now. Like, right? Yeah. 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 Chesley's right. Uh, lots of people pay a lot of money to watch the UFC fights. Um, probably some in this chat, too. But uh, I would be paying money to for good for good coverage, and not only just like to watch it live, but to be able to go back certain shots, certain players, interviews, put it all into one spot and charge people for it. Like you have it all already. The only fight I've ever paid for was uh, Connor Floyd Mayweather. How much was that? Sixty. It's fucking stupid. I got I got sucked into all the hype. It got me. <laughs> um, yeah, really. Other than that, I don't have anything that I can think of to change. Um, I like. There's a lot of people that are like kind of hating on the tournament this year. With I think more so just because we kind of can predict the outcomes based on history and how long it's been. But who Did gives a shit? Right? Just enjoy the sit down and enjoy the view. Like, what does it really matter? Yeah, exactly. I didn't read the whole article, no. That article was masked, man. Like, I mean, he had some points. Like, it kind of kept me interested for half of it. But then he's, he's like, trying to say that it's, like, rigged or something. Yeah. I didn't understand, like, what he was getting at even. I think they need to change Sunday. Why? can't be random. Picking out, out, uh, yeah, the matches. Like, the captain should pick it. Because there's... There are storylines that happen throughout the week that Agreed. you need to match up it. against each other. Like, Rom should have been playing Kepka on Sunday. But, I mean, that's fucking... what Kepka said. And that's an easy change to make. Yeah. But yeah. Numbnuts is asleep at the wheel there anyway, so what difference would that make? Zach? Yeah. U.S. probably got stomped 12-zip. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a couple good surprises. Didn't realize how good uh, Bobby Mack was, and I did not know that uh, Brian Harmon was a midget. <laughs> Holy smokes, is that boy short? And he has the big. That caught me off guard. Because like Max isn't that tall. Max is gonna be like five eight, five nine, and like he t- towered over Harmon. Max Cutter's like the nine? same size as foot. Oh yeah, Max is short. So is Rory. Rory's like really. Five, well, I knew five. Rory was. I thought Max was about six, maybe. That's interesting. Would he be? I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking Max shorter got along that. pretty well, though, eh? Yeah. Oh, I, like I think Max is pretty I liked easy. I like him on the weekend. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, and then uh, Auberg. I think Auberg is going to be a problem oh, going yeah. forward. Gets paired up with, uh, with Brooks. <laughs> that's a tough. <laughs> that's a tough match for the kid. Yeah. Yeah, he's nope. good. He's good. 
Like real good. Real, real good. <laughs> Max is six almost six one. I didn't think he was that tall. Okay. So how tall is Harmon? I bet you he's like five six, five seven. Well, if five, you thought six. he was five nine and compared to Harmon, then Harmon's probably actually like five eight or five nine based on your um I think he's shorter than that. He's I would have really pegged him small. at like five four. <laughs> five but that's when I thought point nine. Five foot seven. Wow. He looks really he looks a lot smaller than that. It's yeah. all about uh, it's all relative, man. Yeah, I can't remember who I first saw those two standing next to. I can't remember who they were playing first. But both the Euros were like towering over them. So I was like, Jesus Christ, what happened here? Uh, and Harmon, his putter's like the same size as his shoe. That's a big putter. <laughs> it's a huge putter. He's putting like a fucking toaster. <laughs> Is it a spider? I don't a know. tarantula, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> One of those Australian spiders <clears throat> that are on the wall. Like that thing is massive, man. It looks like a knockoff spider. Like somebody tried to make a fix. It is a spider. I think that putter actually makes him look smaller. It says it's, yeah, it does. <laughs> it's a retail putter that he bought seven years ago. This right off the but rack. It's one of those Nike Love SQs. It. No, um, it's a it's a spider. I think if Harmon had a blade putter, he would look taller. I think so too. Somebody reach out to him. Let him know. Getting <laughs> <Daddy> long legs. <laughs> um, Reggie, you got any uh, things to change going forward? Uh, yeah, I said the the commercials and the uh, Sundays. Okay. Sundays, Sundays need to be picked like a yeah, live draft on Sunday, TV. Sunday. I think so too. They could really spice that up a lot. Like. They they just kind of like do it in the dark and then in that, and then tell people like I get that there's a lot going on but like have have a representative from your team go and do it like ZJ and Donald don't need to be doing it but like one of the assistant captains like Freddie and um, Monty like those guys go out and, and tell the picks like put it on TV kind of cool I think but, not, but yeah. they don't even have to do it live I don't think do you think they, they got to switch it up too. Like, do they need like a a TNT panel version for golf? Well, they got to get rid of fucking Brandle and Damon or Amon, whatever his name is. God, they're brutal. And even he's in here too. What? Damon. Demon. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they they need to do something there. Like, I don't know. It just it just seems really bush league almost like I don't know from a from a fan's perspective here like it just seems really mm-hmm. bush league. Mm-hmm. Even the opening ceremony, like all seems so fake. It looked like the Hunger Games almost. I think the problem with the panel is that golfers don't really retire. Like they true they only they only go to the Champions Tour, so they're still playing all the time every weekend. Whereas, like, but there's got to be some get, better personalities than those they got guys. Smiley. So, like, guys like that that were in there and then... Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying more like of the uh, the live from crew. 
with Brandel and Emon and uh, what was that uh, Irish guy? Was that Ian Musen that's on there? No. No. Uh, McGinley. You're right. Paul McGinley. Actually, shout out to Sky Sports, man. They killed it this weekend. Like, I was watching the live from the Ryder Cup. Like, there was this blonde lady and uh, another guy, and they were kind of, like, going live in, like, the amphitheater before, showing, like, the walk-up thing there, uh, talking to the different people there, the fans. I thought they did a really good job. It was almost like NASCAR kind of uh, – because Sky does NAS – or not NASCAR, F1. 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 Yeah. It was, the same, it was the same kind of feeling as that, and they both did really good, actually. I was impressed with them. Sky, like, for – all sports is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't, I think over there, you can't, like, they don't, I think it's part of, like, whatever, the law of the land, however you want to call it, but they don't have uh, pay-per-views. So, like, Sky Sports runs every UFC, but if you have Sky Sports, you don't have to pay for the UFC, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just part of your subscription with them. You get all, whatever they show. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, what's Iona Steven? Is that the blonde there, Chaz, for Sky? Um, my my crazy take here. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't change a whole lot. I do think that the the matchups need to be done better, um, for sure, without a doubt. I also think that if it ever if the Ryder Cup ever ended in a tie, and that's how we stopped watching it, I would throw my TV out the window. Like they need to put something in place where that never happens because. Well, it doesn't, right? Well, I guess it'd be 14 and a half to 14. So they retain it, but like there's still a situation where I want to see some sudden death. If it's that, if it's that tight, you don't need to retain it. It could be tied. The Solheim was tied. Yeah, but I think 14, 14, it would be tied. But if it was, it would be 14 14. But the whoever the champion is would retain it in that scenario. Yeah. Which would be complete shit. Yeah. They gotta throw the boys out there. Oh, that'd be sick. Playoff holes would be so sick. Um, do you oh, just go straight up one, one v one? Like I the think blue you do alternate shot. Yeah. Blue, the blue chair we do, uh, captains put up one player and then they can't play again after that. Yeah. Each hole. Yeah. Max, he thought his legs were shaking there. Imagine that. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, that would be so crazy, man. Like that would be like the best ever, the best golf hour of the entire history of golf versus the flip side. If it was ever a tie, that would be the worst moment in golf history golf twitter would um lose their minds like you know you know what it's equivalent to uh saying that the defending champ of the masters only has to tie like they finish 18 they're both 15 under oh Mm -hmm. no you you actually had to you had you had to beat him by 0.5 so he wins it's it's not gonna be a playoff hole it's just doesn't make any sense. Reality, like that's that's how stupid it is. So yeah. if there's every year where that happens, uh, look out. It happened at the Soul Hunt. Yeah, I know. And, and everybody's so mad. Everybody's mad, but then everybody's like, "Well, oh, the, the Americans are just being sucks." No, they're not. They're 
they're pissed because it was a tie. Like you didn't win, you tied. It's it's the same thing as every cliche or every old saying. Like it's like kissing your sister. Like the tie mm-hmm. is the worst thing in sports. Like the, nobody likes the tie that we're making up. Yeah. Um. Okay, my crazy take here is that we get rid of the President's Cup and we do the USA versus the world and do it every year. North they get America murdered every year then. North, oh, that'd be a cool one, actually, Reggie. I go North America, yeah. You think the States gets murdered in that case? I think so, yeah. even still. It just, it doesn't make sense. Like, why is the USA the fixated country? I mean, they are like the world superpower, I guess, or they were. But, like, why do they get to play in both? Why can't well, I mean, play you, in both? You, uh, we laid out who puts them on. So, yeah, yeah they're going to definitely be heavy f- towards uh, the States. So what did Kenny say there? Uh, the Ryder Cup is the PGA of America and the President's Cup is PGA? Mm-hmm. Tour, yeah. yeah. Which I mean, they're probably pretty tight. I would say the PGA of America and the PGA Tour. Yeah. Like, just put it one gas the President's Cup. No. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with it. Why no? Like, if we were included, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah, yeah. the Ryder Cup wouldn't just be Europe and US every year. Like it would be North America versus the world. What else used to do North America versus the world? Uh that world hockey championship that lived for one year did that. And North was America was like that. kids under twenty three or something like that. Yeah, there was North America against the world. Yeah. What the hell was it? I remember playing that in like a video game. Hockey, I thought. I think it was hockey. So, no, but yeah. more than just that one year. I think that would be awesome. So it's a crazy take, but that's like my a, opinion. Yeah, there was a there was a like a team called the World on the yeah. NHL. There was the World Championships because uh, it only lasted. Well, one I think year. it was just. I think it was just on the video game. Yeah, yeah. It was NHL four, and they had the World. Yeah, no, I think it was just on the video game. No, 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 no. Like even a couple years ago now, like I remember the branding for yeah, North yeah. America. Yeah, that was the like, that was the kids under under twenty three. But no, there was a world team because because uh, it had like Kopitar and uh, Big Z were playing. Yeah, there was a team like, Europe together. team world. Team Europe, team world, or whatever it was. Yeah. Anyways, yes, yeah, so <laughs> World Cup. That's what it was. It was World Cup. Is that what it said? No. Uh-huh. It was the World Cup. TJ's right. Okay, let's uh, do the segment here. Fix your <laughs> drums is not doing well. Dying. Yeah, it was North America, Young Stars. That's what I was thinking of. Uh-huh. That's what I fucking said. But we're t- no, we're talking uh, about something totally different. You're there, was talking a, about there was a team time. world on an NHL video game. We'll give the credit. Anyways. Sorry, drums. 
What divots are we fixing tonight, Reggie? What's the peeve of the night? No, you I mean, eating beans? You eating beans every time you talk on the show tonight? <laughs> I did that one other show and just so got my head ripped off. Oh yeah, that's bullshit, man. Remember that drum show? I don't. Oh, I can. What the fuck? Since when do we eat on this podcast? <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday. I muted oh. myself last time. Sorry. Tonight's Fixture David segment is brought to you by the Prairie Scratch Tour. Manitoba's premier amateur tour. Uh, as we've said in the past, uh, it was something that was desperately needed in this province. Uh, good competitive golf for amateurs. I would say they've improved significantly this year with uh, high hopes for next year. Me and George said we're going to try to play an event next year. Very good social media coverage. Uh, just, it's awesome to be able to follow. <laughs> That's drums. <laughs> what? Just super loud. <laughs> Whatever that. You was. can hear this. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All good. Uh, yeah, the Prairie Scratch Tour. Me and Joe are playing an event next year. Uh, it's great. Their Instagram at Prairie Scratch Tour is uh, a great follow on weekends when there is a tournament. Uh, they have live leaderboards that you can follow. They have video. Um, can't say too many more good things about it. It's uh, <clears throat> It's been unreal for this province. Drums, let's see uh, Fix Your Divot for tonight. This week's Fix Your Divot comes from Derek Jensen. And the Fix Your Divot is Sunflower Seeds on the Greens. That is oh. a humongous no-no. Actually, any any kind of debris. Butts, seeds, bottle caps. I don't know what else can be. Depending um, on what kind of butt. But true. <laughs> Very true. Uh, if you're if you're spitting sunflower seeds on a green, you're uh, a psycho, and you should not be allowed on a golf course, and you should be locked locked up. I think you should be locked up. I was just gonna say that. That is the most psychopath move that you could ever do. Yeah, you're a fucking cocksucker. <laughs> Honestly. I agree, man. That's my number one on earth is sunflower seeds on the green or teas or anywhere, really. Like, just don't do it. That's it. Yeah, I used to be guilty of it. Like, but I would always, like, put a handful and then go to the bush and throw them in the bush. Or like in the long rough. I would never, ever, ever in my life spit one on the green. I can't even imagine. Imagine just like leaning over for a putt and just like spitting sunflower seeds on the green. And that's what I was just going to say. Like what is going through your head where you think that that's okay to do? Like yeah. who raised you? <laughs> Man, like even when I worked on the grounds crew, cutting greens in the mornings, you'd be picking, there'd be, they'd be like flying through the air when they hit the reels and shit. Or they'd get stuck in the reel. It's just a nightmare. Unreal. Don't do it. Just leave them at home. Do it after. Do it before. Do it at different times of your life. Just not when you're golfing. And if you and if you do, don't do it on the greens. The greens are sacred. Don't put anything on there. Settled. Thanks to Jenner for that one. That was a while ago, so he might not remember he said it, but he did. So. Uh, also, shout out to Jenner for being a 2023 Blue Chair Champion. Whoop, whoop. 
Not many get That's that Jenner? Feeling. Yeah. Not many get Pretty that well. feeling. He's a good shit. Good golfer, too. Okay. Oh, sorry here. Let's uh let's hear from the people. I kind of got about eight or ten of the best answers from people on uh on Instagram in terms of what can change for the Ryder Cup. And so uh Brett Jans or Jans, uh Barrett, our guy Barrett, haven't seen him in here tonight, but he'll probably be listening later. And Cole Neaster. Oh, was he? Yes, that's right. He had one comment up there. Uh they all said less commercials. And better coverage. Uh, Daniel Langley, I think that's how you say it. He said, uh, make it every year. I'm with him. Adjust and make it every year. Uh, Chez, our guy Chez, he says, how could you make it better? You can't. Boomer. He said, replicate the Masters broadcast, different matches on different channels. Yes. Mm -hmm. C. This was, a, this was my favorite one. This is a very interesting, and I think probably will never happen, but would be amazing if it did. And this is from uh, Steve DeRoche, son of Don. Captains play as the 13th match for singles. Or they do the tiebreak. But then we wouldn't get to see it every year. Every year, the 13th match True. is the captains. Yeah. That could be like the – to guarantee it's never a tie. <laughs> that would be unbelievable. That would be like unbelievable, it. actually. Because then you'd have to be more strategic with picking captains, too, like somebody who's kind of uh... – but the no, issue we're... there is that the captains, like, are so involved in the matches and stuff, like following them and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> and picking their clubs out for them on the tee box, too. <laughs> uh chris Mearns, Mearns, Mearns. he said have canada compete three teams would be some i think we're gonna get shit kicked there yeah we'd get shit kicked yeah. for one but it'd also be tough to figure out who's playing who and when and how's who's getting the points uh eric rutherford said less amount of matches per day Build more hype around the matches or the matches taking place. What do you guys think of that one? I was thinking more. Yeah, more. I would go Thursday as well, if possible. Mm -hmm. It does It does at times seem like there's a lot going on, hard to follow. But at the same time, like there's only, what, eight players on the golf course or 16 players on the course? Like – no, eight. Oh, yeah, four no. matches per session. Yeah, but they're two two guys per team. Two per. Oh, yeah. Reggie's struggling with the math tonight. Uh, Dusty, <clears throat> Dusty Dick said, end the live bank. No, that can't be right. Ban. He said ban. I, I put bank. End the There's live no ban. Kept good plays. I think he means like unwritten ban. Yeah, I don't think it'll be an issue going forward. So, what was with? Uh, did you see Kepka's picky posted on Twitter there? Team Smash. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, actually. That made some waves. Um, Stakey, this is a good one. 
He said, leave Rory at home. Ooh. I think that was a shot at Reg. <laughs> that was Brent's to Kylo. Wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dave Mikulewski, the last one here, he's with us. He said, get rid of the blind picks for the singles. Love it. Tomorrow. At least do that one. Yeah, it's such an easy one to change. <clears throat> uh, last thing on, to add on that, and then we'll get into the segments here. Um, if you're watching, press the little button that looks like this. It looks like a little thumb, whether you're watching live or otherwise. Uh, very easy, cheap, and actually free to do, and it helps us out uh, maybe. But you'll get some good karma, I think, if you do that. That's a good way to just... As, as other people say, just smash those likes. Hey, Reggie? Uh, sure. Don't, I'm not going to say that. If so, Whenever se somebody says smash those likes, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. So just do it. Easy, free to do, and we appreciate it. So, uh, Drums, what's happening in the golf world nowadays? What's the segment around the world? Around the greens? Around the greens. <clears throat> Uh, so I got a few things here. Uh, long driver Kyle Berkshire uh, hit a record 579 yard drive on Monday in his living room. No, no, on a course. Oh, didn't he get the top ball speed too yesterday? That was on Monday. No, that was on the weekend. And then on Monday, this was on a live course. He hits the drive. Two holes later, he breaks the record that he had three days for ball speed of 239 with a with a speed of 241.7 wow this guy is a animal how old is he i think he's 28 63 215 like he's not like a huge thick boy like he's I mean, probably shredded, but like it's not like he's can't be. I think he's like the perfect size and... for that. Yeah. Any bigger, he'd be too heavy and not not as flexible. Like he's like the perfect specimen for a long drive. Five hundred seventy nine yards is that you said? Mm -hmm. Like imagine when <clears throat> Happy Gilmore was hitting those drives, and it was like he hit it four hundred yards. Like this guy just hit it one hundred seventy nine past that. What's number five in Dolphin? Five sixty. Oh, it's under five hundred. Seven's like he drove seven green. <laughs> That's so gross to think about. Was it? Was it fast? Like downhill? I, I had to be. Had to be some. It way. didn't. There's no way you just. It really didn't give time. much. Yeah, it didn't really give much more uh, info into like conditions that type of shit. But still, that is absolutely That's crazy. Nuts. Just uh, PGA Tour that. rookie. Sorry, sorry. Just think about that. Think about how good it feels when you catch one on the screws and it goes like two seventy, two eighty. That's half of this. <laughs> so you you hit the best drive of your life. You put it on a tee in the fairway, you hit the best drive of your life again, and that's where he is. Nuts. Uh, 
PGA. Uh, what? That's so crazy. Five hundred and seventy-nine yards. Like that is like. Oh man. Good now. Every time I go to That's, talk, one hey, of you fucking idiots keeps talking. Five hundred and seventy-nine yards, man. Like yeah. you can't even wrap your head around how far that is. That's how what I mean. Get a like, golf ball that far? It's nuts. Like. We just say numbers and then we don't really comprehend what it is. Like, um, for example, $34 trillion. Like, that's a, a thousand billions. You know, like the difference there is so big that it just mm-hmm. sounds like numbers, but it's like, it's not. 579 is in clinically insane and not even, no. would never have thought that. Okay, this next one I'm going to get to here before I get interrupted. <laughs> uh, PGA rookie Ben Griffin. I haven't uh, heard of this gentleman before, but he had a, um, I think it was a TikTok, go viral over the weekend where he was breaking down his expenses per week for a week on the PGA Tour. He has it at roughly about six grand per week. That's his expenses. That is just with the caddies, two thousand dollar guarantee. Plus him. That includes it. Grand. Yeah. So if he makes more money, obviously that increases too. So that works out to about two hundred and ten grand a year he has on his expenses. Um, he's played thirty five events this year. Um, he's kind of been split on those it's kind of been about half and half making cut not making cut one top 10 um i believe i was just trying to look it up but i can't uh but it was one top 10 and i think he's about 2.1 for earnings career wise on the pga so i mean it's a good chunk of his career earnings that have gone to just his expenses so that we've we've always kind of talked about it how expensive some of their things would be uh, and that's kind of some some figures to it. And then he he said too, like I'm not staying at like the Hilton and stuff like that. Like I'm staying at uh, I'm staying at the Days Inn down the road from the course, that type of thing. Where some of the other guys will be in private jets and and first class accommodations the whole way. So uh, that's kind of the cheap end of things. Is you're going to be roughly about six grand a week on tour. That's uh, let's talk about that for a second. Let me get this one out to piggyback on it this year. So I don't even know what year or how they work, but we're in a new season, I think, officially now. Uh, This season, the tour introduced a guarantee. Uh, So if you've played over 15 tournaments as a full card carrier, um, you get an automatic 500K. For expenses? That's what you're, you're just... As long as you play hey, 15 hey, tournaments, you get five. Thanks, Live Golf. <laughs> Wonder where that came from, right? Pretty cool, though, still. Uh, honestly, the last one I had was uh, Lexi playing at the Shriners Open. Um, that's what I got for around the greens. I wanted to kind of dig, dig into uh, that 210000 for one. Actually, a couple of things. Like you hear a guy makes $2.1 million career earnings. You're like, yeah, he must be pretty rich. 
And if, I mean, things this year and last year have probably doubled, I think, inflation. They say is like 5%, but it's more like 100% in reality. Uh, so those are probably inflated the last couple of years. But think about that compared to, say, 10 years at like even 100000 bucks. Like you're still over a million dollars in um, expenses. And then you got to pay tax on half of that. So you're down to that. And plus, 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 plus a caddy fee. Like two, 2.1 mil turns into $200,000 net pretty quick. Super interesting, though, to hear that kind of stuff. I wish we had, but at the same time, it's pretty personal to guys, I think. But um, I do um, appreciate like guys like that. What everything was? Yeah. Like what he's, so, yeah, like he breaks it all down by like hotels. And it, he'll, he said like it'll vary kind of week to week, but this is just an average. Um, so he had hotels, airfare, um, what he spends on food. What, he he said like I'll get breakfast covered by the tour. Like they have breakfast at the course. They they make sure you're getting to and from the course too. Um, obviously your balls, all that shit is going to be free too. So from sports, there's lots to it. Yeah, not the tour. Oh, good to see the PGA waking up finally after all these years. Funny. Oh, funny. Uh, another good segment tonight, Drummy. I lo- I'm liking those a lot. Good way to end the show. Um, I am I have a segment here. I'm, I'm going to keep it short, though, because uh, Reggie looks like he's about to fall asleep. Uh, so this is just kind of a recommendation uh, for something I watched on YouTube the other night, and it was a, it was a Lee Trevino range session. I actually love watching – uh, range sessions from different players. Uh, Tiger's done quite a few of them at different events and things like that. Lee Trevino, he is very entertaining, very smart uh, golf-wise, and he talks to people. Uh, he speaks their language, I found. Like a lot of guys get really technical um, or really egotistical. Lee is very down-to-earth and very helpful, and I learned a really good putting tip from the video, um, which I am have been working on. Uh, the last couple of weeks, and we'll be implementing it the Ironman this weekend. So check out the video. He calls it the greatest tip of all time. Um, I wouldn't say that it's the greatest tip of all time, but it really made me uh, think differently about my putting stroke, which I'd never really thought about before. Um, so I don't know the exact video. I'll try to post it under the show notes here. I say that all the time. I never remember to do it, but um, just Google Lee Trevino range session. I think it was like this year or last year. And it's like 30 minutes long. And if you happen to come across a different one, that one's probably got the same tip in it too. So um, this one is just kind of filmed from some random fan's cell phone. Uh, But a lot of good stuff in there. He talks about chipping, putting, and driving. The importance of getting fitted for like, uh, especially seniors, when when their bodies start to change more, uh, how the clubs are more uh, able to adapt to their swing more than they were before. Um, So just a really good... 30 minutes of your day, I think, if you're interested in getting uh, better golf. Only. He's a beauty. Remember him and Happy Gilmore? Yeah. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. (laughs) (laughs) Good show tonight, boys. Lots of golf chat. uh, Some good laughs. And uh, Reggie made it. Happy tonight. What's up? And Reggie made it. 
Didn't yeah, balance. Reggie, uh, the last five minutes for him, his night has been pretty tough, but he got through it. So shout out to Reggie for uh, showing up tonight. Appreciate it. And drums yeah, takes over. Okay, we're out of here. We're out of here uh, for you, Reg. Get well. Get some sleep. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the Iron Man. Make sure uh, the cameras are rolling. Will do. We're out of here, boys. Peace out. Love you, boys. Later. Hey, quick shout out to Dom before we go. Merboo man's in the house. Okay. Love you, boys. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. See you next week. Later. <laughs>